0: Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Seekers Church podcast with overseers, Apostles Larry and Teresa Robinson. We believe in teaching to affect change. Christ, in whom dwells the fullness of a Godhead bodily. It's truly an honor and a pleasure to be in the house of God one more time. We are thankful. We are grateful people on this morning. I give honor to God, I give honor to Apostles Larry and Teresa Robinson, I honor this morning all clergy and the body of Christ as a whole on this morning. We have an assignment this morning that we don't take lightly and it's to release the word of God on this morning. And we would like to ask you to follow with us one Old Testament scripture and then New Testament. The Old Testament scripture is Isaiah 53, verse 1. Isaiah, chapter 53, verse 1. The writer said, Who has believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? In the New Testament, we would like to look at John chapter 20, Verse 29 through 31. Amen. Reading from the King James Version, John chapter 20, verse 29 through 31. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, you have believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence Of his disciples which are not written in this book but these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ the Son of God and that believing you might have life through his name today we would like to use for a subject who has believed our report for a subtopic would I like for you to think and to ponder I believe. The question deserves an answer on this morning. Who has believed our report? Thank you for standing. John chapter 20. I need you to travel in your mind with me back in time. Those who are students of the word, I need you to take your mind back to the scene that is occurring in Jerusalem. It is a busy time. A Jewish celebration is about to occur. Jews from all parts of the world are entering into Jerusalem. It's a very busy time. But not only that. In the scripture on this morning, at the point where we are looking, uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has been crucified. Uh, I want you to think about what type of stories and reports are going forth as a result of this event in time. Huh? It's a very busy time. Huh? Stories are running rampant. Huh? And we want to talk today about who has believed huh, our report. Uh, I'd like you to think today about information even in our society today. The news is delivered in many different forms in our society today. It's instant News, huh? From radio, television, newspaper, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It all travels so fast. It's a fast delivery of information, but the question must be asked: is it accurate and is it true? In many situations we put our trust in individuals that we have never met. Huh. You're tuning into stations where you have chosen the anchor person I believe huh, is telling me the truth. Huh? I'm from NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, and yes, Fox News. You're looking every single day for a report of what is occurring in the world. Huh? And you're listening to it and determining whether or not that information is true. What is a report? It's an account or statement describing in detail an event or situation. It's an announcement. It means to relate as what has been learned by observation or by investigation. Uh, Are you a reporter on this morning? Hmm? Uh, Have you been carrying any news Is your report accurate? What does the word believe mean? Believe means we accept something as true. Are there not individuals when they relay information to you that you take them at their word? I want to challenge us on this morning uh, on taking the word of God and believing what it says. This is the word of God. I do believe it is true, from Genesis to Revelation. It is God breathed and God inspired. I bless God on this morning. I want to tell you this morning about chapter twenty of John. I was reading it and looking and putting Bertha on the page. And I want to ask you today to put yourself on the page. I want to ask you, if you were there, where would you be? I want to ask you to take a look this morning in John chapter 20, verse 1. The first person that will give us a report. Her name is Mary Magdalene. If I was listening to Mary's report, I would ask Mary were you there when they crucified Jesus? Huh? And according to John 19, verse 25, huh, now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cleophas, and Mary... Magdalene Mary will say I was there Mary what can you report about this time in Jerusalem Jesus has been taken down from the cross they have buried him in a borrowed tomb so Mary what are you doing the scripture says it was early it was still dark and Mary was on her way to the sepulcher, huh? Mary, why you going there, huh? Mary's thinking about that's the last place I saw Jesus, huh? And I I just want to be where Jesus is, huh? I want to encourage us on this morning. Uh, that it's all right uh, to just want to be where uh, Jesus is. Uh, I want to encourage us on this morning uh, that there's power in being present. uh, We don't always know what's going to go on, uh, what's going to happen, what's going to take place. uh, But I just want to be available uh, for the master's use. uh, That's what Mary's doing uh, on this morning. I just want to be where he is. You understand this morning that it's about dark when she's heading there. Think about you and me on this morning. The cemetery at dark Hours, huh? we will not be found huh we will not be found if the Sun is going down huh but anytime in between huh we will make ourselves present huh but Mary would tell you this morning huh? that I'm the one in whom seven demons huh? was cast out huh? I was living huh? in darkness huh and this is pale huh in comparison huh You don't know what Jesus did for me. I just want to be where he is. So Mary makes her way to the sepulcher, the place where Jesus was buried. Uh And Mary gets there and she sees that it's empty. (laughs) Hmm. The stone is rolled away and is empty. And she's thinking like you and I would naturally. Who has taken this body? huh? Who has moved him? The scripture says she runs and she goes to Simon Peter and to the other disciple who is John and she tells them what she has observed. She said I don't know where he is somebody's taken him. I like to tell you that the disciples got to check out her report. They got to review what this woman is saying. She's distraught. She's crying. She's weeping. Verse 3 in John chapter 20, if you would allow me to summarize, Peter and John are hurriedly running toward the sepulchre. They're going to check out this report of Mary Magdalene. The scripture says in verse 5, That they stoop down and they look inside and they observe just the clothes lying there. In verse 6, Peter, he comes following behind John. And he goes into the sepulcher, and he sees the linen clothes just lying there. And then in a separate place, in verse 7, he finds the napkin that was about Jesus' head. It wasn't lying with the other linen clothes, but it was wrapped together by itself. Listen to the report of Peter and John. The scripture says, Then in verse 8, then went also that other disciple which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and he believed. Huh? I want to tell you about. What you see, huh? And what you believe, huh? I need to confirm that Mary is not making this up, huh? Her report is true, huh? For as yet, they knew not the scripture that he must rise again, huh? From the dead, huh? That's not on their minds on this morning, huh? All of the teaching that Jesus did, huh? All of the examples, huh? That Jesus gave, huh? All I know. No is, huh? I saw him die, huh? All I know is I saw him, ha, huh? Being crucified, huh? I know that I saw him being laid in a sepulchre, huh? That's what I know. Huh, huh? And verse 10 says, huh? Then the disciples went away, and the scripture says, again, unto their own homes, huh? They investigated the report, huh? He is not here, and that's all we can tell you, huh? We go back home, huh? Oh, bless his name on this morning, huh? But wait a minute. Verse 11 says, but Mary, huh? Something important is about to be shared with us. See, it's something about still staying. Did they try to get Mary to go with them, huh? Mary, you're distraught. Why don't you go on home, Mary? Huh? But Mary stood without at the sepulcher weeping. Scripture says one more time, it says she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher. And now what Mary sees are two angels, huh? One at the head and one at the feet where Jesus had lain. They saw her and they asked her, woman, why are you weeping? And she shares with them, Huh? Because they have taken away my Lord. And I don't know where they have laid him. Scripture says in verse 14, and when she had said this, she turned about and she saw Jesus standing. and But she did not know that it was Jesus. She did not recognize him as Jesus. But Jesus said unto her, woman, why weepest thou whom seekest? Thou. She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have borne him hence, tell me where you have laid him, I will take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary. She turned herself and said unto him, Rabbi, nigh, Rabbi, nigh, which is to say, Master. I like to suggest to you this morning that it was in the saying of her name. That she recognized her Lord and her Savior. Uh, They had had relationship. They had had time together just like he did with his disciples. And there was something about the way he said her name. Mary. And then she knows it's him. It's him. It's not the gardener. Is him huh there's a blessing in being available, huh? Uh, there's a blessing in being early. Uh, can I suggest you this morning? Sometimes in the body of Christ, uh, I raise my hand, huh? Sometimes, sometimes we got the church uh program so in our minds uh, that we know how everything's is going to flow. That's what we say. Uh, I know at nine o'clock it's intercessory prayer, huh, so I, I'm not going to be there for that. I'll make it about a quarter till 11, huh. They'll be finishing up intercessory prayer, huh, and I'll go ahead and make my arrival, huh? But what we are doing is relegating God to only move, huh? at a certain time, huh? I want to suggest to us this morning that many times we miss a blessing because we're not present, huh. In the body of Christ on today. Uh, Mary, Mary gets the assignment because nobody else is there. Uh, Mary gets the assignment for Jesus. I need you to carry a message for me. Uh, Mary, I need you to go and find my disciples for me. Uh, Give them this message. Uh, Give them this report. Uh, Tell them that you've seen me. give them the instructions Mary that I'm telling you now Mary gets in a hurry and she's obedient to what Jesus is asking her to do I wish today that we would do the same She didn't stand around and ask him any questions about what if they don't believe. Mary, all you got to do, all you and I have to do is just carry the message. Let the word of God do the saving. Let the word of God bring the change. Just be the message carrier, the good news bearer on today. Jesus, Jesus says to Mary, Go, go tell my disciples in verse 17 that I'm ascending to my Father, your Father, and to my God and your God. Mary came in verse 18, didn't take any detours. Her, came to disciples and she told them that she had seen the Lord. This is her report. And that he's spoken these things, yes, unto her. Mm-hmm. The scripture is a moving scripture. I'd like to tell you that all of this is occurring on the same day. Started out early in the morning, and then we get to verse 19. It says, it's the same day, but it's just evening. Our Lord is moving. I want to bless God for right now. Being the first day of the week. The doors were shut. John is being detailed for us. Uh, He feels that it's important that you know uh, that the body of our Lord and Savior Jesus is no longer the same. Uh, His hand doesn't have to touch a knob to enter in. Uh, The scripture says that he appeared before his disciples. The doors were shut. Uh, They were assembled together for fear of the Jews. Uh, They're behind closed doors because... You understand they crucified Jesus, huh? Word gets out that we're his disciples. Our lives are in danger as well, huh? All of them are behind closed doors. Jesus came and the scripture says he stood in the midst. I want you to envision today and every day, huh, that Jesus is in our midst, huh? Yes he is uh, uh, The door uh, knob Does not have to turn for him to be In our midst uh, He's an ever present God uh, In our lives uh, We're looking for feelings uh, to For confirmation That he's with us uh, And what he wants us to do today Is take him at his word Never will I leave you Never will I forsake you And that's not just for some people Or just for a certain group of believers Uh, regardless of what your last name is, regardless how we look the the word is for each one of us on today Hmm? never will I leave you, never will I forsake you, he stands in their midst and he says to them these words and you know it to be true peace be unto you You know, if you were behind closed doors and Jesus appeared in the midst, huh? if we would be honest about it, huh? fear could in end. Huh? But he calms them down and says, peace, peace be unto you. When he had so said in verse 20, the scripture says, he showed unto them his hands and his side. You see, they were there. They were eyewitnesses to his crucifixion huh? And the proof that he's not a ghost, huh? Because that's where our mind goes, huh? Is that it was a ghost, huh? He said, I need you to know you were there, huh? I need you to be the witnesses that will carry this message that he arose, huh? I need your report to be accurate for all of those that you will share the good news with, huh? So go ahead and take a look, at my side where I was pierced. Huh? Go ahead and look at the prints from the nails in my hands. Huh? And if you want to, you can look at my feet. Huh? There are evidence huh, that I'm alive on today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is an importance of us being present. Mm-hmm. Scripture says that they were glad Then, when they saw the Lord, they were glad when they could identify who it was that was in their midst. Mm -hmm. But this is the point when I was looking at this text that I've read before. Uh, When I focused on Thomas, I focused on what I've always known was that he doubted God. But you see, you and I, we just read that. The other disciples didn't ask him for proof of who he was. He knew what they needed to know. You know, sometimes we're hesitant to ask questions. (laughs) We're afraid that we're going to look silly, sound stupid. That's what we say. But the other disciples, he gave them proof without them even asking that it is me. Take a look at my hands. Take a look at my side. And see, I, I, in the past, was often looking at Thomas and talking about how Thomas doubted. The difference is Thomas expressed what he was thinking and the others did not. I believe on today they too had questions, but they withheld them. Huh? But Thomas was a type of person, if he thought it, he said it. You remember when Lazarus died, huh? and they came and got Jesus and told him he had died, and Jesus said, well, we got to turn around and go to Bethany. Thomas said, well, let's go and die with him. Because, huh? you know, when we left, they told us they was coming after us to stone us. And, you know, if we go back, we're facing death. The others were thinking the same thing, but it was Thomas that expressed it. <laughs> huh? Yeah, we don't like to be the one to, to, to ask a question. But I'd like to tell you on today that what Jesus did for Thomas, he'll do for you and me. huh? Uh, Thomas, the scripture tells us, had a twin. That's what the name Didymus means. We don't know if it was female or male, but it implies that Thomas had a twin. Huh? I'd like to suggest to you that in some form, if you allow me to, that we could be Thomas' twin. Because we have all doubted at some point in our walk with God. Yes, we have. We have all questioned something of God. And he had to come along beside us and reassure us that he is the God in our midst. So Thomas, the scripture tells us in John chapter twenty. Before I get to Thomas, the important point that I was wanting to share was in verse 22. The, the importance of being present. The ten that were behind the closed doors. Verse 22 says, when he had said this, huh? when he had said, peace be unto you. As my father has sent me, even so send I you. The scripture says that there was an impartation. Ha, huh? you 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 get this when you're present. Huh? when he had said this, he breathed on them. Ha, huh? and said, "Receive you the Holy Ghost." Ha, huh? hadn't picked up on that before. I was so focused on Thomas and doubting. But there's an important thing in being present for the impartation. So when we arrive at the house of God, it's got to be all about him being present and not who else is here. It's got to be I'm going for me. I got to show up because I know God is going to show out. I know he's up to something. Huh? Healing will occur. Yeah. Deliverance will occur. But I can't pick and choose huh? that God won't show up in intercessory prayer. Huh? I can't pick and choose and say it's just Bible study. Huh? He is present yeah. just as he's with us right now. <laughs> huh? It's good to be present to get the impartation. Yeah, <laughs> He breathed on them. I like to get the first breath. that Jesus breathed on his disciples. And in doing and telling them, now receive the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. He's releasing some divine authority to his disciples on this morning. Yes, today when I was reading this text, I was questioning doubt. Doubt causes us not to move, huh? Doubt causes us to be stagnant. Doubt causes us to just be still. But faith without works is dead. You say you believe, huh? Show me that you believe by your works. Faith is an action word. So this morning, Jesus is getting all of his disciples on the same page. He comes this morning back. The scripture says it's eight days later, but he comes back. Eight days later, he comes back. Verse 24, but Thomas was one of the 12 called Didymus. Was not with them when Jesus came. You know, the other disciples in verse 25 went to Thomas and said, We have seen the Lord. But Thomas said unto them, Except, huh? Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger in the print of the nails, and thrust my hand in his side, I will not believe. Ten men that he had had relationship with. Ten men that they have gone through many things together. huh? Come to Thomas and say, Thomas, huh? we have seen the Lord. He is alive. And Thomas puts it out there. Huh? I'm going to just tell you, brothers, I love you dearly. Huh? Yes, I do. huh. But except I see this, huh? I will not believe. I want to tell you how good God is that even in the midst of our doubts, our missteps it doesn't stop him from reaching out to us. For some of us that would have been our one and only chance. We would have excommunicated Thomas but God said I I, I count you worthy Thomas. I got to show back up just for you Uh, so here he is this morning Uh, the scripture says uh, uh, on the 26th verse uh, eight days later uh, he comes again and where does he find his disciples Uh, behind closed doors Uh, but this time uh, Thomas is present Uh, I like what the scripture says Uh, then came Jesus, huh? That's important, huh? The doors being shut, huh? And he stood in the mist, huh? I still like. That statement, huh? A God that's in our midst, huh? A God that will never leave us alone, huh? We need to be reminded this morning, huh? In the midst of everything that's going on today, huh? That God is in our midst, huh? And nothing, huh, Is escaping huh? his own, huh? Seeing eye, huh? Every single one of us huh, is on his mind. He's concerned about each one of us Walk by faith, trust in him And he will direct our paths I'm glad this morning that all the days of my life God has been in my midst I didn't always listen to him I was not always uh, obedient, huh? But his love uh, is long suffering, huh? His patience uh, is long suffering. Uh, and he drew me with his love. And I see him doing that on this morning. As he reaches out to his disciples. Uh, in a time. In wish they didn't have all the details. Here we are looking back in the scriptures at what they did. They were in real time processing everything that had occurred. What do we do next? Jesus is gone. Huh? Huh? And here we find him. Getting ready to go back to the father, but taking care of the very final details for his disciples. And the first one is to make sure that they know I'm up. And the next thing I want you to do is wait till you receive power from on high. When you get the power that's from on high, then I need you to get out. From behind closed doors, carry the message, go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, carry the message, carry the report that I'm alive and well, and that I prepare the place that where I am, you can be also. We bless God on this morning. Thomas moves from doubt to believing, huh? And it's in his word. They're short, they're brief, but they're real. Thomas, after Jesus says, it's okay, you can put your hand here in my side. Go ahead, put your hand in my finger here, Thomas. You can do the very thing you told your brethren that you would not believe for. It's okay. (laughs) Examine if you want to, huh? Thomas said in verse 28, my Lord and my God. I came to ask you this morning, is that who he is for you? Is he your Lord and is he your God? I came to ask you this morning, do you believe that on the third day, according to the scriptures, he got up. With all power in heaven and in earth in his hand. You know he stared death in the face for you. And Death? Where is your sting? Gray? Did you think you had the victory? Our Lord, our Savior, got up with all power in heaven and earth. Live like it is what he said to me. Live like it every day. Like you believe. What I said, practice the word, live the word, and I'll know that you believe. Mm-hmm. Jesus tells his disciples now, you all get the benefit, this privilege of touching me physically, but there are some coming behind you, they won't get that. <laughs> so, if you found it hard to believe. Uh huh. and you have walked with me, huh? you can understand those that are going to have to believe by faith and by your report. Huh? So I need you to make sure and very sure that you're accurate in how you handle my word. But I sure do need you to get the word out. Huh? That they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I need you to get the word out. I've been young and I've been old, but now I'm old, but I never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Need you to get the word out. I need you to carry the report. I know today that we're all aware of what has been going on in our society and in our communities. Yes, we do. But I want to ask you today and challenge you today to question the reports that you're hearing and very sure and be very sure that it's in alignment with the word. And that's what Isaiah was saying in Isaiah 53. He was saying, Who has believed? Our report, See, this report that I'm giving don't sound like what people want to hear. Uh, 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 Jesus, uh, uh, I'm giving a prophetic word and I'm going to tell you that he don't look like what the world thinks a king should look like. There's nothing about his appearance uh, that would make you want to say this is the king, the savior of the world. His appearance won't do it. Uh, He's going to come in humility. Uh, He's going to be a suffering servant uh, who has believed our report. Huh? He's not like any other king. Huh? Huh? So I need you today huh? to get the word out huh? that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Huh? I want to challenge you on today. Huh? In the midst of what's going on, I heard a report from the highest office in the land. Huh? This report said there are two hospital ships huh, on their way to California and New York. Uh, one is called Mercy is headed for California. Uh, there's one called Comfort uh, is headed for New York. Uh, I checked online. Uh, I wanted to know what the ships will carry. Uh, one report said Up to 1,200 Navy medical and communication personnel is on board, 5,000 units of blood, 12 fully equipped operating rooms, 1,000 patient beds, the list went on and on, Comfort and mercy. These ships are on their way, but I kept thinking about it in my sanctified soul. What these words mean to me in the light of God's word. God is my comfort. Oh in the midst of turbulent times, I thank him that he is my peace. Oh, yes, I do. I thought about mercy. Oh, this word of God said his mercy endures forever. That's what brings me peace this morning. God's message to the body of Christ is true yes it is what I need you and me to do is take him at his word what he wants you and me to do is believe what he says don't doubt him don't waver release God's word in the situations that we incur in life Speak the word, release the word, I am who God says I am, I can do what the word of God says, and God's word says, I can do all things through Christ Jesus, that's the answer, through Christ Jesus, that's the answer, in Christ Jesus, with Christ Jesus. By Christ Jesus, never leave him out. Let him be the God in the midst of storm. Let him be the God in the midst of peace. Let him be. Oh, we'll find rest in his strength. We'll find peace in his mercy. God bless you on this morning. I thank God for this opportunity to release on today that we just have to believe that he's a God in the midst of all our circumstances in life. God bless you, and have an awesome day in him. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Seekers Church podcast. To sow into this message, visit kingdomseekerschurch.org donations. We pray the Lord's blessing upon you. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious towards you. The Lord give you his peace.